0: Is the 911 Calls Podcast with the operator and his
1: exact twin, minus being born and raised in Kentucky and his heroic military service, and being born to a completely other mother, Kent Chungus.
2: Okay, you don't know who they are? No, I got a young woman sitting in the front of my yard. And I
1: got another guy in a car that's leaving. Oh, hello, Kent.
3: How's it going? It's always weird starting these out and acting like we haven't been
1: talking for an hour. Yeah. Because we have. I don't even lock it. (laughs) (laughs) So how do you feel about the roughly two plus hours we do every day? Uh, You know, I do want to say that, uh, and I'm
3: especially tired today because I spent about four hours today with Jack Luna Oh, uh, recording uh, some stuff for his Patreon. He's doing good. He says, hey. Hey. I'm doing great. His Patreon's growing, and he's he's still a good friend of mine. And and then I went right into recording with you, which is going to take... So I was with Jack all morning and afternoon, and now I'm going to be with you all evening and probably
1: not. So... just long haul trucker when it comes to this yeah that's what you're doing
3: oh in this little coffin and i feel bad i feel bad
1: because i know like i i don't know how you are but um the recording part is the most emotionally draining uh when you turn the mic off like i just kind of fall into a pile for a little while i'm like oh yeah yeah it's it smokes you mentally. I think it's because, and everybody could understand this, nobody wants to listen to ho-hum podcasters mm-hmm. while they record themselves. So what does ho-hum mean? Like, you know, it wouldn't it wouldn't be fun if every episode it was like, how are you doing, Kent? And you're like, oh, I'm all right, all right. And I was like, yeah, I'm a little tired. I'm sad. Here's a, here's a call. You know, so you have to be kind of over the top and it'd be amazing. No, no, we don't. You know what? You and I are pretty much, pretty hard to do anything except for just be whatever we bring to the table. Yeah. <laughs> do you have questions for me? I do, well, I had a question for you. What? I have one. I'm not, okay, this is going to sound like a lie because it actually is. I want to say that I'm not a gearhead when it comes to buying things that I might use to help me lose weight, like, you know, gadgets and stuff. But I, I do have a handful of gadgets where. Why? Why are you buying this? Sh- well, like what? Uh, well, okay. So I've in the past I bought that you know the handle that the double handle with the wheel in the middle to like stretch out and do the. Oh my God! They've gotten you with so many infomercials. That one I just got it. I think I got it at Kohl's. You're about it? it's like planks. You're basically doing yeah. planks. You roll it out and yeah, you tie and then then your roll back stomach
3: yeah. muscles and then roll it back. Yeah, actually a pretty decent piece of exercise equipment
1: it's brutal it really is yeah and i i have a very very nice road bike that i ended up turning into a trainer because i've got this pa- you take the wheels off of it and you bolt this trainer to the back of the bike and it runs off bluetooth and it tracks the resistance of a 3d video program where you're riding virtually up and down hills and stuff and it's changing the resistance as you're doing this. Also, you can ride with your friends. It's crazy. But I wonder... Hey, hey, you know something crazier? What? You know what's craziest about that? What? Is you took
3: something, right? Yeah. That was mobile. Oh, my bike. I, I took that, a bike. that you could ride mm. on actual heels oh. with natural resistance. Yeah. With your real friends. Good. <laughs> Good. And you handicapped it. Onto, you took it into your garage and you said, I hate being able to see genuine sights. I hate experiencing the wind in my face. Yeah. I hate hearing the birds chirp and feeling the sun upon my forehead. And I hate being with my friends. I would much rather do all of those things in a simulated environment. Yeah. I paid for it, too. Dearly. Yes. <laughs>
1: Not only that, uh, for some reason, I, I did. I went one step further, and I bought the front part. Of course you did. Which is a separate purchase, but you take the front wheel off, and you bolt it to this thing that when you start going up hills, right. the bike actually lifts up.
3: Oh, nice. <laughs> up and down. So like. you took a, a thing <laughs> that is literally designed for exercise outside yeah. and going down the road and going up hills, and you turned it into a thing that simulates... Going down the road and going up hills, yeah, and being outside. I did, and-, and if that's not a fucking Black Mirror episode, <laughs> I don't know what is. You are out of your goddamn mind. I've owned it for you. Took. Tell me, you did. You did this just because it has Bluetooth? Because I know you. I've stayed with you on multiple occasions at this yeah. point, and I know that everything in your life is connected to your phone. If you lost your phone, you would fucking die, like a like a Silicon Valley girl. <laughs> So the fact that you could ride your bicycle and not get any kind of real-time feedback on your phone, I know drove you bananas, and you were like, I would much rather chop the wheels off this thing and ride it in my garage stationary and at least get some kind of little dopamine rush on my phone, so that it'll beep, boop, boop, beep, boop, boop, boop. At least I'll get my rush from my phone.
1: Yes. Yeah, that uh, I got to be honest. That's part of it. It, it gets worse, though. Because I've had it for a year and a yeah. half, yeah, and it was in a box for a year, right? And then about how, m- how much did you ride it outside for its intended purpose? Oh, the bike, I yeah. I probably logged eleven miles on it total. Okay, which it's and like how much one have you
3: a- rode it since you put it on tracks and took the wheels off of it and made it stationary?
1: Yeah, I I bought the the stationary stuff a year and a half ago. Um, four months ago, I put finally put it all together. In my room, right next to my bed. It's like literally stares me in the face all the time when I'm in bed. Haven't gotten on it yet.
3: <laughs> Listen.
1: There are clothes
3: hanging on it. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And that goes for 96% of Pelotons. Yeah.
1: I'm going to get on it.
3: They end up just being fancy clothes racks.
1: I, okay, but I've got, I can go one worse. Um, I, I, for riding outside i thought you know what would be good is if i can listen to podcasts or something while i'm riding and so i thought but no i don't want to wear headphones so i bought uh, a a cycling helmet that has speakers in it that um connect to bluetooth so that like over the air it's it's speaking to me in my ears <laughs> without headphones <laughs> And other people who have the same helmet. I can connect to them and we can talk to each. Why other? do you need to do that?
3: <laughs> I don't even know. Oh, I hate the future. So why do you need to do that?
1: I don't even ride with anyone. I don't. <laughs> oh, I'm so dumb. What? Oh. I I This is I, like I
3: have, it literally gives me a, it gives me a headache. <laughs> it gives me a headache thinking of I have What a was rush- wrong with being able to feel the wind? And actually being outside. What, what, is it really the dopamine rush from being able to connect it to your phone? Is that what
1: it was? No. No, I think it was more, it just, to me, it
2: I'm mean, so like... excited
1: for this answer. It was what? <laughs> it seemed to me. Real, How like... is being stationary
3: in your bedroom better in any way? How is simulated riding on a thing that was designed for <laughs> real riding better in any way? Pick one way. aside from the fact that you can ride it
1: when it's raining. But here's the thing, newsflash, bikes still work in the rain. It's the fact that it's gamified that when I ride it and I get off of it, it remembers what I did. And who gives a... Uh, If I'm being completely honest, there's a high likelihood that if I do it well enough, I could get a trophy emoji for my ride. (laughs) So And... You're being serious. <laughs> I guess so. I mean, uh, I have a running app. When I'd go and run at night, I used to. I I love midnight runs. Like I would go to the foothills and I'd run in the dark, no headlamp, right, on trails in the foothills. Uh, but I had a running app that would track my miles, and also I had music playing in my ears while I would do it. It was very dangerous because no one could see me. Um, I never rode, never ran with anybody, but, um, but and this was like eight years ago. And I'd run, but I'd forget that the app that I had would post to Facebook whenever I was out on the trail, and people could see it and they could send me a cheer. So oh, that's fun! I'd be running; it'd be like one a.m. I mean, that's what it's all about—only moonlight, and I'm listening to music. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, I would through through my headphones, I would hear. Yeah! And guess what? Yay! Do- Yay! Doesn't mean dick. But it was so uh, it jarred me. It was so scary. It'd be like and I'd be like ah! <clears throat> I'm glad we're having this conversation because I've been
3: looking at, th- at thoroughbreds <laughs> and I've been thinking really hard about buying one. Uh-huh. But uh, I was wanting to chop its fucking legs off. <laughs> and then I was going to build it I was going to mount this this horse, this now legless horse, on a treadmill and glue rocks to it, to the treadmill, so that it it was going over simulated environments. Because I hate the idea of enjoying a a horse the way God intended or whatever intended. I love the idea of a horse being stuck in my garage, and I hate wind in my face. Whenever I perspire, I like to really just let it. Just soak into my clothes. I hate it when it runs off my face and dries off. <laughs> and also, I'm hoping that I can shove an iPhone up its ass, <laughs> so that every time it fucking farts, I get a, I get a, uh, I get a little yeah. Can you hit me with one of those? Yay! Every fart, I want it. I want to get a ding, <laughs> so Yay! that I get that little ooh, that little dopamine rush. Yay! And yeah, I'm destroying a perfectly good horse. And yeah, it's never <laughs> going to be able to to run again and let its long, beautiful mane. Blowing the wind, <laughs> but at least it
1: works with my iPhone. Okay, fast forward to to this week. I I did purchase a device that I've actually been using, and I wanted to tell you about it because if you get the same device, we can we can do challenges. I'm, <laughs> I'm not gonna get it, but you might want to. It's called it's called it's made by Stealth Fitness, and it's a it's a wobbly board, oh. and you you do a plank. But your elbows and your hands are holding onto the board like a boogie board. Yeah, they're just taking those things from when you were a kid and you would stand
3: <laughs> on it. It looks like Venus yeah. with the moon around it. And you would stand on it and you would balance on it. It was a toy. They're spray painting an adult color, probably black or pink. And they're repackaging them to sell
1: to people. Does it have a port for your iPhone?
3: <laughs> okay, there's a
1: recessed port where you lay your phone in it. Oh, yeah, there it and is. And then you can open up these games and you can... You, you're doing a plank the whole time, but you have to, like, in one game, you have to fly the glider through the rings in the sky. And so oh, you're wow. doing a plank, but you're you're doing a lot of maneuvering. And it is brutal. It is really hard. But I thought if you got one, we could do it as challenges together. Ooh, seemed fun. You should probably just
3: contact the people that were sending you yays while you were on the trail. <laughs>
1: Okay, I'll revisit this with you once you see my svelte core start to develop, and then you'll be like... You gotta use the stuff. (laughs) Look, I'm
3: very old school when it comes to exercising, and at one time I had a chiseled physique, so I know something about exercising. I'm very get up in the morning and just run on the actual... I don't fuck a treadmill, and especially fuck... Decapitate or cutting the wheels off a bicycle and mounting it on a treadmill. That's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. If I'm going to ride a bike, I just want it to be a bike on a trail or in the woods or on the road. And if I'm going to lift weights, I don't need my dumbbells to have a, an auxiliary hookup for my cell phone. I just want standard, made in 1853, s- dumbbells and barbells. I don't need any... I, whenever I was going to the gym, whenever I started recently, and I dropped, I was li- using an iPod from like 2011. <laughs> and if it died,
1: Uh-oh. I just shoved it in my sock and <laughs> continued on with my life. Finished your workout? Oh yeah, but uh, there's so many things that you're missing if you don't connect with the technology. You're not. What no. are you missing? Ah. Uh,
3: I'll tell you the biggest one is the yeah, game. So and while you were saying that yeah. just now, you were trying to think of something. You were that's <laughs> called buying time. You said, I'll tell you the biggest one, but you didn't even have an answer yet. I've got it. What?
1: <sighs> trophy emojis. And what does that mean? It means that I did a good job. And, and what was... do you
3: do with those trophy emojis?
1: What use st- to what purpose do they serve? What can you do? <laughs> It's not as much what I can do with them, but me plus a community are showing me Yay! congratulations. Yay! Do you need a trophy? It's Yay! like I'm hoping that you see how stupid this is. <laughs> I'm, I might be coming around to it, but we're going to see how I do with the stealth fitness board that I bought and we'll move. We'll see if you see that I'm looking more svelte. You may want to invest. Are in you saying well. svelte? Svelte, yeah. Or Svelte. Svelte, S-V. Which is, which is like backwards for swollen. No, Svelte, svelte means like slender, live, okay. you know, having okay. even and smooth so lines. Svelte sleek. is the opposite of swollen. Urbane, you know, that kind of thing. Like Batman Bane? No, Urbane. Oh. Like, um. Urban? Like Nelly saying, your Bane, but it's. Urbane, Urbuddy's Bane, (laughs) you know, something like that. Anyway, uh, I got a question for you. What? Hey, Kent. What? What do you think the name Illinois derives from? Illinois. Yeah, Illinois, the state, you know, like the name state. I don't don't know.
3: Well, you are close. Illinois. I think it's probably Illinois. It's probably got Indian um, blood in
1: it. It does. Illinois derives from an Algonquin word, which actually has several meanings, uh, warriors, tribe of superior men. And finally, they determined that the name, the word Illinois also means best people. I felt like they kind of started running out of steam on how to describe Illinois at the end there, just best people.
3: You yeah. Know? Anybody that says that's never been to Chicago. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> But it does remind me of a series of signs that I want to put around town here in my town. They just say, vote for the operator as the best. And there won't be a QR code or a URL on it. No explanation of what I'm the best at or where to even vote. But I'm hoping people like figure it out and figure out how to take action on that. I think it'll be fun. <laughs> <laughs> Are hey.
3: we going to Illinois for our call
1: today? uh <clears throat> I have more questions for you. <clears throat> uh, yeah. Guess, guess what Illinois Illinois' state snack is? Popcorn. I didn't really give you time to answer. That's unimaginative. That one. Popcorn. That's because there are 333 farms in Illinois that grow nothing but popcorn on over 47,000 acres of land. Did you know that's a date? That also, a very Indian snack. I feel. like. Yeah. How about this one? This one. This one's very up the Indian alley. What? They dye the Chicago River green on St. Patrick's Day. That's not Indian at all. Also, I don't think that's probably healthy. at it's all. It's not, and I know that they're like, oh, oh, the
3: dyes we've tested them, and and it turns out they only kill the bluegill.
1: Yeah. And the <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Hey, have you ever heard of a Staley bear?
3: Staley bear. I wonder if the the the, the dyeing the river river green. Afterwards, they have to call the bluegill brown gill.
1: Because <laughs> blue and brown <laughs> make green sing. <laughs> Stupid fish. Uh, what was your question? I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. Have you ever heard of a staley bear? A staley bear? Yeah. No. It was the original name of the Chicago Bears before they changed their name to the Chicago Bears to match the Chicago Cubs. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Well, today we are headed to Decatur, Illinois, to a scene that plays out something like a scene from Trailer Park Boys and then quickly devolves into a scene from The Lost Boys and then into a scene from The Purge. But don't worry, nothing bad happens during the Trailer Park Boys portion of the story. And then bad things do start happening, so maybe worry a little. In the early scenes of this story, things are already crazy out in front of a couple of houses. And just like in Trailer Park Boys, there's always somebody complaining, and somebody is mad, and somebody is trying to manage the situation. So let's introduce you to the characters of this case by playing... The First of the 911 calls, shall we? Yes, all right. Here we Oh, God. <sighs> we almost went a whole episode. Mm. Here we go. I should, yeah. I should,
2: Daddy. county 911. What is your emergency? Hey, my name is Am I resident? I have a domestic dispute going on in the front yard. Okay. I don't know who the people are. Okay, what's your address? Okay, you don't know who they are? No, I got a young woman sitting in the front of my yard. And I got another guy in a car that's uh, leaving. Man, okay. What race I mean, is He's threatening me right now. What race is he? Uh, I don't know what. He's getting in a car right now. He's, he's, she's got the car keys. Okay, what race is the female male? She's white. I got a white female. She's wearing a green shirt and blue jeans. She's roughly 18 years old. Uh, white male. She's 22. White male. 21. Here he comes back. Okay, what's he wearing? He's got an orange shirt on. Thirdly, he don't have nothing. It pin He's strong Never mind. He doesn't have a shirt on. He's okay, a but stupid. Okay. 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 We're right at the corners and. Yeah. What kind of car is that? Grand Prix. He's in a Grand Prix. stay outside his Grand Prix, yelling stuff at oh it. My car! He's in my car! Okay, okay, he's coming back now. I'm gonna go get my firearm. He's coming back now. Okay, is she injured? Huh? Is she, she in injured, here, ma'am? Get in here. All right, I'm going to get my gun upstairs. white t shirt and a pair of blue shorts. Okay. Again, I'm an off duty yeah. conversation officer. Huh? Uh this one thanks ma'am. Are you inside are you got everybody inside the house? Yes. Yeah. Right. Ma'am, stay right there. I have two kids in this other room. I don't want you to move. You understand? I also have a dog in here. It'll eat him as well. <laughs> what did you say you were wearing again? I got a white Notre Dame fighting Irish T shirt on and a Blue pair of, uh, oh, I'm sorry, green shorts. All right, I'm putting. I've got my duty firearm no. now. Okay. As well as a badge on. Okay. Is he still outside? As far as I know, I went down to the basement real quick to grab my duty firearm. Uh huh. And you said you're a 13. Okay. There's gonna be. Okay. Okay, you're fine. I don't know what's going on. He's going crazy. Okay, he and here he comes. I got the keys. Give me them keys. Oh was right there in the apartment. He just started going crazy. Okay, yeah, we got two off. Okay, here he is. Sir? Stay away from my house. You understand me now. Get back from my door. Get back from the door. Listen, the Decatur police are on their way. Do not try to come into this house. Do you understand? I do have a firearm. Get back. Stand back from my house and lay on the ground. Do you understand me? Do you understand me? And I'm an off-duty police officer. Get back from my house now. Think about landing. What is wrong with you? Listen to me. Oh my God! Who is four-year-old son. If you try to come into this house, okay,
3: that's that's part one. And the beginning of this sounded like what year did this happen in? This was in eighteen twenty. Sounds like it because he's driving a Grand Prix. Yeah, I'm not sure. It sounds like the beginning of this sounds like probably 80% of the beginning of 911 calls from my hometown. We've got yeah. a Watt Mel and a Pontiac Grand Prix, which is like the official car of crackheads. <laughs> it's like right beside a, a, a Beretta
1: <laughs> or maybe a Cavalier. Well, I was going to say, yeah, it seems like like that the Grand Prix seems to have had staying power But also, sort of like the IROC Z or other cars, it seems to have found a home with a certain slice of society. It's it's interesting.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Because if I was a cop, I wouldn't stereotype people by skin color. It would be I would pull over every single late '90s Dodge Neon that I found. (laughs) (laughs) I would pull over every single Chevy Cavalier. I would pull over every single Sunfire, and I don't know if you remember the Sunfire. It was oh, Pontiac's yeah. answer
1: to the Cavalier. Yes, exactly.
3: Svelte I would, lines. I would pull over every single um, IROC-style Camaro, like you said. Mm. I would pull over every single um, box-style S10. <laughs> I would pull over... Actually, you know, now that I would just pull over
1: every Camaro. Every one. Every one that you saw. Every one of them. What Even about? the new ones. So let me ask you why why do you think that in particular the grand prix like what it it seems they, they're on the road they're all over the place they're on the road
3: uh, whenever i it, think of a grand prix hmm. i don't know why but what comes into my head is how much they love sticking the siding on on the grand prixs they always just had so much shit stuck to the
1: like plastic excess like, ac- accessories on the sides and they yeah. just look so trashy. But at the same time, they're owned by millions of people.
3: <laughs> yeah. And of course, I'm talking about the older Grand Prix, right? The 90s right. Grand Prix. Yes. But yeah, man, there's that's that's who I would pull over if I was a cop. But if I had to pick one, I'm going late 2000s Dodge Neon.
1: Yeah. If that's still on the road, it's, A, it shouldn't be because it's it's on its last legs. Yeah. Uh, the only one that that I would pull over faster than that would be a, like a Geo Metro. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. You know, because you know that literally, like a meth a meth head is driving that car, or an and, early
3: two thousands Escalade.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Here's why. Here's why you would pull over early two thousands Escalades, because those cars have the most problems in the <laughs> world. Yeah. But the only people that own them own them because. It's at Escalade. Yeah, I want to be thugs. Yeah. The same with CTSs. I'd pull over every
3: Cadillac CTS that I found. Every single one of them.
1: Woefully mired in repair issues. Yet. Transmissions are garbage <laughs> in those things. The
3: They have an issue with the timing chain. Uh-huh. The timing chain goes out of the CTS. It's like, never buy a Cadillac CTS. And if you're a police officer and you see
1: one, pull it over. They're dealing drugs. Also, also the Cadillac CTS was it's a very computerized engine. Yeah. Uh yeah. so when it goes out, it is expensive yep. to repair. You I can't mean, work just, on them. No, you can't. It's not the, a I mean engine. the
3: days of the Joe Schmo can mechanic right the old farmer that oh, yeah. pulls an engine out of a truck and those are over, man. No, yeah. Forget it.
1: No, not at all. So in this case with this call, the homeowner his name is actually not known to us. It was never released, uh, but the aggressor was 21-year-old Matthew Holgarth. And this all played out after he and his ex-wife, who both lived in an apartment complex west of the officer's house, were driving home from a night out when they began arguing. Go figure. The woman who was driving, actually, she decided to detour from a direct route because she didn't want to arrive back home while they were fighting, And then the argument escalated even more. So as they're driving down the road, they were involved in a physical altercation with each other. So she then stopped the car at the first house that she saw, she said. Uh, Although there was an unmarked law enforcement vehicle in the front of the officer's house, it was unmarked. But it could be recognized if you made a kind of a close examination of it. The woman was unaware that there was an officer uh, nearby. So this off-duty officer became aware of this situation outside of his home because the woman was beating on his front door and yelling and she was according to him very agitated and asked for help. So shortly after that uh he asked her as you heard on the on the call to to go ahead and enter his home. Um in so many so many things are interesting about some of all of the houses she could have picked. She picked an off duty police officer. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That was a one of the million shot. It's, it, it's so interesting when you start list if you really break apart this call, um, his training is, is really kicking in, uh, because he has her come in. And although she is the oppressed, the, the per- perceived oppressed in this situation or the one being aggressed upon, he still treats her as a as a liability when right. she enters his home. And she, he's like, hey, I want you to stay right there. I've got kids in the other. I don't want you to move. Right. And it's interesting, you know, how, like, I wouldn't be doing that. I would be like, do you want a drink? Do you, Here, sit with my children. They can help. You know, I wouldn't be like, having. I got to run to Walmart. But, but he's smart in doing so. Because he doesn't know who he's dealing with, and so that's right. that's kind of that muscle memory, right? I think for sometimes we forget how much responsibility an officer possesses with the authority that they have, and and that muscle memory is really critical. Honestly, I think there's a small handful of officers that forget too easily that they lead, uh, they should be leading with responsibility and that muscle memory, but they lead with more of an authoritative hand, and you know everybody. Has seen an officer like that. However, I was really struck by how this officer, he didn't feel the need, he didn't need to boast about being a police officer at the first on the call. And we've heard calls like that before where the call starts and it's like, this is officer so-and-so and and I'm I'm off duty, blah, 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 and I've got my gun. And, you know, everything that they could possibly say that informs the the dispatcher that they're a police officer. This guy didn't do any of that. Feel the need to do any of that. Yeah. No. It wasn't even actually part of the conversation until he had to uh, go uh get his firearm and let them know you know dispatch know that he was grabbing his firearm and why um i thought it was he, he was calling as a homeowner
3: that's what he but was But we still it. don't know what's going on between the female and the and the male outside
1: no except for that they had had an altercation in the car she didn't want to show up to the apartment uh arguing and so she pulled over uh smart gal pulls over to uh to Distance herself from the argument. Uh, knocks on this guy's door. I would be interested in knowing the percentage of nine one one calls that come in where
3: there's a domestic violence. What percentage of the males in those situations actually have a shirt on?
1: <laughs> Good question. I wonder if there's a box check. Well, there's got to be because there's got to be. Not a box necessarily, but there's always going to be a physical description of the of the person. So that would be actually a fun data point. I would a pie chart. Sure, I would like to see a, I mean, think back to every rescue, not
3: rescue nine one one. That was a completely different show. God, the 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 intro and the music to that is burned into my skull. <laughs> I used to love. You remember Rescue Nine One One? Oh yeah, oh yeah. But but think back to Cops. Every Cops you saw domestic disturbance. How many? shirtless white dudes. Yeah. And black dudes. So many. And Mexican dudes. D- that, that, that's something, now that I'm thinking about it, that transcends race. It does. The second it- a dude, no matter his skin color, is going to choose us to start beating on a woman, it's like his shirt dissipates. Yeah. Like the wheels on a bicycle owned by the operator. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> Full circle jab. <laughs> right to the ribs. Oh, man. Um, th- so this this um, this is about to take a turn, though. It, it's going to go from Trailer Park Boys to Lost Boys to The Purge now. Uh, and I don't want to so give So there's any- vampires in this story? Well, not necessarily. I-, I failed
3: to see the Lost Boys connection or even how it could be made.
1: Maybe what I was going for was sort of an alliteration. So I was picking movies that had boys in the title— and I will even go as far as to say that I googled movies with the word boys in the title to come up with the last one and I couldn't find a good enough one so I just put in The Purge. <laughs> so and you know what? You're not wrong and we're just going <laughs> to we're going to erase The Lost Boys from there and just say it goes Thank from you. Trailer Park Boys to The Purge. Okay, well, I'm going to listen to this and we'll and I'll decide what movie this transpired, what this goes to. That's okay. a good idea. I like that. Okay, I don't want to give it away, but somebody about to die. Uh, spoiler okay. alert! Most of the time, I try really hard not to give away the twists and turns, you know, in in these calls. But sometimes the inevitable seems so edible that I can't resist. Edible? Up. Yeah, I don't
3: think that's the word.
1: Edible? You missed my. It was. It was. It was. Uh, the again. inevitable becomes edible. The inevitable That's- seems so edible that I can't re-di- resist dishing. I, was, I wrote this. It was a script. I tried to make it fun. You know, though, that being said, do you know one thing that I seem to be pretty good at hiding until the very last moment all the time? Ads. Oh! <laughs> you got me this time. <laughs> got me. Got to pay the bills. Okay, we're back in black and white and a thin blue line. Uh, It's time to to see who makes a monkey out of who and who ends up being the butt of the roast. I've heard this call already, so I know what happens, but I'm not going to say anything until after you hear it. This creates suspense and anticipation in a podcast. Additionally, talking at this point adds to the tension, yet rides a fine balance between maintaining curiosity and becoming annoying the perfect balance is needed and now I recognize that that balance was probably achieved about three paragraphs ago
3: yep yep, <laughs> yep. <laughs> you ready for me to hit play I was I was ready three paragraphs ago <laughs> I was ready before the ad <laughs> all
2: right here we go Fuck. do you understand me stand back from my house he got it. Skirt, get back! Skirt, get back! Get back! Get back! get back now! Skirt, I will shoot you! Get back! Skirt, get back! He kicked in the door. Skirt, get down and lay on the ground! Skirt! I'm a police officer! Get down! I have two kids in here. Daisy, get him!
0: Oh,
2: seriously, don't get back here. There are two kids in here. Get back. Get back. Sir, get back away from me. Get back there, two kids in here! Get back away from me! Lay on the ground now! Lay on the ground now! Shoot me. Sure. No, I will not shoot you! Get back away from me! My two kids are sleeping right at my feet, and he's got me back into the corner.
0: Okay, we've got several officers on the way now. we got about four
2: officers at way. way. Sure. Go outside and lay on the ground! Oh, please. He's, gonna, he's, he's got her in the corner. Sure. Get down! <laughs> He's got her in the corner. Yeah. Sir, get away from there and there on the ground. You know what, you know what? I'm getting He's got his corner. He's got her pinned in the corner. Okay, sir, where's your dog at? He, the dog is right here with me. Daisy, come here, Daisy. Hey, <whistles> oh, Daisy. Get down. Sir, get back. Sir, get back. Sir, I can't. I can't. Get back. Shoot me. Get back. Okay. I got i uh, one shot, man. He's been shot. Dude. Sir, just get back. You shot yeah, him? Get back. Sir, did you say you shot him? I oh, shot right between the chest, yeah. You shot him in between the chest? Yes. Right the chest. He's got be caught in my house. Okay, Please, that's fine. I'm here now. You said you shot him right between the chest? Yeah. All right. We got him coming. Good God. Please get somebody here. They're on their please. way. We got seven officers I coming. I got my two kids are on the ground sleeping right at my feet. Good God. Okay, ma'am. Bump. Ma'am, please. lay down, sir. Ma'am, please. Lay down on the ground. You lay down on the ground, too. I'm sorry. Okay. Oh my God. Yes, is he bleeding, yes? Yes, he's bleeding. Oh. He's not moving, he's laying face down on my floor. Okay, he's ma'am. not moving, he's face down. Is he breathing? Ma'am, 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 please. I have two children on the floor here. This is my home, for the love of God. Please, stay there. The Decatur Police... The, the fire department, there's one... They, there's an officer that's just coming off there right now, okay? He's gonna wait for his backup, sir. God, please, sir. Yeah. Uh, is he breathing? Is he. I can hear it. There's blood everywhere. Listen, I can hear him. Uh... Oh, okay, sir. I'm back away, sir. They're ground outside. Put. You need to secure your weapon, okay? Yes. I'm. I'm gonna put it. I'm. I'm setting it on the ground, right where I'm at. She's right in between the door. I, I don't have Okay, sir, I need to know, is he breathing? Yeah, he's, he's, he is breathing. He's gasping. He's gasping. face down and gasping. Okay, he's gasping. Okay, sir, there are 21. officers outside. What is his name? He Do you want was... me to open them to get, let the officers in? Yeah, let the officers in. Make sure you tell them the, I, who you are. But I have my gun here. Put I'm your not... gun down. Okay. Put your gun down, sir. <laughs> Hold on, I'm coming to the door now. Okay, well, let them know you're coming to the door here i am right here i'm laying down my two children are on the floor in there i'm gonna set the phone down okay sir i'm gonna let you go all right thank you yep
3: 11 words yes fuck this dude and the grand prix he wrote in on (laughs) (laughs) what a mess dude you want to come into my house where my children are and start beating uninvited and start beating a woman yeah Uh, fuck
1: you Good riddance. Respirate him. Ventilate his chest. Again, the restraint of this—like, seriously—if that guy came into my house and I was standing over my children, protecting my children—yeah, no, fuck this dude. Good riddance. Bah.
3: That's the a restraint.
1: Rap. The restraint is amazing. Ugh. Throw him in a hole. And not to not to mention, I mean, at this point, she's she's beyond terrified, probably in a state of shock. But it doesn't help anything that she's, you know, she's she's got to be vacillating between fear for her life and him being the aggressor and then him being shot, you know. And so she's all over the place, I'm sure. What a mess. What a mess. It's not,
3: though. It's very open. And I I don't think there should be a court case. I don't like this guy has the audacity not only to just even if he's in his own house to, to beat a woman. But to then think he, to be so self deluded that you can go into somebody else's home where his children are and beat a woman?
1: No. Good riddance. Bye. Case closed. Let's see what happened. So, Matthew Holgarth, uh, Matthew Holgarth was killed in the home of the off duty police officer near the feet of the officer's sleeping children, as we heard, and just out of striking distance of his ex wife's vulnerable presence. Those were some heavy sleeping children, I might add. I didn't hear a peep out of them the whole time. So
3: Matthew Hogarth. Hogarth. To...
1: H-O-L, Garth. Police arrived, and they took control of the situation. Following all of this, a jury was called to determine the fate of the off-duty officer. They, they came to the conclusion that he performed well within the bounds, not only of an officer, uh, but within the rights of a, as a homeowner, uh, this was an interesting jury that was assembled, and one that I have up to this point i can't really even recall ever hearing of, but it's a jury called a coroner's jury, which is a, a assemblage of people simply to determine the manner of death, whether it was homicidal, accidental, or otherwise. and in this case in particular. They came to a conclusion, and the foreman of the jury took the unusual step of going beyond just determining the the manner of death, and he went as far as to say this was, quote, a justifiable homicide. Yeah. Uh, the foreman went on to say, we'd like to make a statement as a jury that no one shall breach the safety and sanctity of the home. So uh, that that's uh, – Strong support for for this officer. Good, and you know, do, not just for this officer. Who do you think you are? Yeah, I, I. So many so many things don't just don't equate to you having any qualified reason to for any of the aggression. This is your ex wife. It, it was his ex wife. It was his ex wife, and they went out. So he's and, trying to beat
3: his ex wife in a stranger's living room.
1: Yeah, yeah. And he got ventilated. Gasp. Yep. I think this is one of those ones where, you know, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Absolutely really. it is. Just totally.
3: Absolutely it is. Ugh. I never feel bad for anybody that gets killed in somebody else's home, burglaries, whatever. Uh, never feel bad for them, ever. Yeah, I think I'd agree with you. If my own father had been shot in somebody else's home, I would have been like, probably shouldn't have been in there.
1: We covered one one time where... Um, it, things didn't go the same way. And a man was quite delusional and broke into a the home of a couple and killed him. Um, and yeah, you just you, I, I, I would take no chances. As soon as I felt like there was a green light to state to that person, I'm armed and I feel like my life or the life of my family is threatened, it would be a very different scene. Hot take here that I'm getting ready to say. But there's even a case of a, uh,
3: there was an old veteran, I can't remember where this happened at, but knew this, these two, like, 19, 20-year-olds kept breaking, it was a couple, a, a girl and a boy, kept breaking into his house, and he got sick of it. And so he turned off the lights, moved his vehicle, made it look like he wasn't home, and then waited in the basement, and then smoked both of them. I, judicially, from a law, I understand why he was prosecuted, but also there's a part of me that says, no, fuck, both of them, they should have yeah. been in his basement. This should have been in the, his house. You're dead because of your
1: actions. Yeah, repeated thefts, repeated break-ins, and I think the thing that that buried that one against him was that he it, he recorded it. That's what that yeah. was. The, that was the crime, and he monologued like a like a villain. Recorded it, yeah, or buried the recording I, or something. I wish he hadn't recorded it. Oh, just, just, I
3: have no sympathy for somebody that goes into somebody else's home unwelcome. Un- un- And get smoked,
1: especially if you know that there are people in there. You know, especially
3: if you know that there are people.
1: Yeah, that's a that's a no no. And this is something that that's really
3: strengthened in my belief since I've had kids.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's something in your brain when you become a parent. Most people they're wired; they get wired to just you'll protect them at all costs. It's it's interesting thing that happens. Also, just
3: hate thieves. There's that, but I'm feeling aggressive. I'm sorry. It's fine. I'm aggressive this evening.
1: You know what? This happy ending might might help. Okay. It's a it's a young man from Compton who's calling nine one one. It's in the happy endings section. So let's see let's see how this goes. Shall we?
0: Straight out of Compton. Yep. Here we go. Fire department operator, seventy five. What's the address, please? Um,
4: sixteen twelve one. Hello. Hello.
0: I'm here. What's the address? I'm waiting for you to tell me.
4: Sixteen twelve one Harris.
0: Is it a house apartment, or business? It's a room?
4: house. In, what's, in, what's com- city? Com- in Compton. What is
0: the cross street at the corner of Harris Al- Al- Avenue? Alondra. Is Elizabeth or Marcel Street close to you? Um yes. Alright, what is your phone number, please?
4: Please 631 six thirty one thirty one sixty eight.
0: What's wrong right now?
4: My, I, I don't know. I want, I just want them to take, take, take the ambulance, take me to the hospital on that seat. How old are you? I'm 19, homeboy.
0: 19 years old. You're like, yeah. you're, you're, a male.
4: I'm a male, motherfucker. Yeah, okay. of course. What,
0: what happened to you?
4: Well, I fell down. I want them to fucking check my head or my, my fingers because I'm, I'm kind of like cut and shit. Okay. You
0: fell okay. off of what? What? What'd you fall off of?
4: Fucking stairs and shit. Like, too much information and shit,
0: man. Well, we need to get the information so we know what uh what ambulance to send. What the fuck? Bullshit.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Have you been drinking it all tonight? What? Have you been drinking it all tonight? A couple. <laughs> all right, listen real carefully. We're on the way out to your uh, house at one six one two one. South Harris Avenue in Compton. Does that sound correct to you?
4: Yes. Hey, you don't got to bring all that siren and shit. You just come, like, quiet and shit.
0: Oh, yeah, okay.
4: Pick well, me up, and that's it. Yeah, me to a memorial hospital.
0: That's where you want to go?
4: Yeah, just let me... I got insurance and all that piece of shit.
0: Oh, fantastic. I don't think they really care, though. I'm going to try to give you the best help I can.
4: All right, Holmes.
0: You having any trouble breathing right now? Hell no. Okay, good. Do uh, you have any other injuries? You said your hands are cut up. Any other... Yeah, my lips. Oh really? Yeah. You have any severe bleeding, like a real bad bleeding, or is it? Uh, I under- was
4: and shit, in my fucking fingers.
0: All right. Is it under control now? Yeah. Okay. How about broken bones? I feel like you broke. Oh uh, yeah, I
4: feel my hand like I can't oh. move my fingers and
0: shit. Just try to sit still and don't move your hand at all. We want to X-ray it, make sure it's all right. And, all right, hon. Uh, all right. How about uh, amputated parts or impaled objects? Anything you cut off or anything still sticking in your skin, like a you know, like a piece of wood or glass or anything? No. Any nausea, vomiting, you think you're going to throw up at all? No. Have a pale, cool or sweaty skin like are you going into shock? No. Okay. So, sit- like
4: going to sleep and shit. All right.
0: We'll sit there with the phone right now and wait for us to get there to help you out. If anything changes just call us right back, okay?
4: All right, listen. What's,
0: what's your name so we know who we're looking?
4: Victor Fuentes. At?
0: All right, Victor we will be there in just a moment. All right, listen. Bye-bye.
4: <laughs> I love this kid. <laughs> I love him. And up
3: until he said essay at the end, I thought this sounds like easy e <laughs> making a, making a, you know, I love this kid. How uh, old are you? 19, homeboy. <laughs>
1: yeah. Have you had any to drink? A couple.
3: And all his answers okay. were so aggressive.
1: Yeah. No. Man.
3: So much information. Tired of the shit. Oh, uh, it's so fun. Don't be, don't be sending sirens and shit, being all loud. Just try to be low key.
1: I'm in silent. <laughs> Nineteen, homeboy. Oh my goodness, that's so. You know, also, I'll bet, I'll bet that was difficult for him to. I mean, this is Compton. It's Compton. Yeah. You know, that's a, That was the most Compton not on one call ever. <laughs> <laughs> and he's probably conflicted, thinking, man, this isn't good. I'm all broke up. I got. I should call. G- get to a hospital, but they're gonna make fun of me. <laughs> yeah, which is sad. Very, it is. It's very sad. very sad. I hope he's okay. I hope so too. I hope today he's happy and living. You have a life date on that? Ah, on that? 1820. Oh, wow. One. Yeah. So it's that crazy. was like when
3: Compton was still dirt roads and, you mm-hmm. know, wagons and.
1: Yeah. That's wild. Slavery. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Anyway, that's all I got. Okay. Well, bye. Oh, um, boy. <laughs> Sick of this
3: shit showing up at this fucking podcast, making noise,
1: stupid Peloton, white people bullshit. <laughs> oh, Fucked yeah. Off. I forgot to tell you. Uh, let's check. Okay. So on the uncut, it was the uncut, right? When I was talking about the spider. Yes. There was this huge spider on my recording equipment and it was just right in front of me. And it's one of those jumping spiders that like has attitude. You know, it's, it doesn't sit still. It's like every time it you like move, a cute it, little fella
3: that wasn't bothering
1: anybody. It was fuzzy and it's yeah, but it but it was big enough to be worried about. It wasn't. It's was like the size of a dom. <laughs> which is big enough when it comes to to spiders, I believe. You said that's dumb and I said, I'll bet it's not. And I posted to Facebook while we were recording just now a video of it, which I sent to you, and it just says spider. And <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> It's got one share, 43 comments. (laughs) And that's dumb. Let's see if you're right or if I'm right as far as uh, how do more people lean toward eek or what? Uh, OMG, he's so cute, Samantha, Lisa Meyer says. Thank you. "So, So cute, Kimberly Walker. And I think that's actually what I said, a cute little fella. Emily Hines says him wants a hug. Uh, oh, here's one on mine. Chris Aaron says, um, no. <laughs> Another so stinking cute. A love. She's got a little face on her butt. Butt face, cutie booty, Teresa Hunter says. <laughs> Crap. Uh, I think you win. It seems like I won this one. You did. It's... Oh, man. So many people. Yeah, there's a couple. The way you you acted like... A Velociraptor
3: kicked in the door to your studio and took a shit on your desk. Like just looking at your face, I was watching you. I thought something. And then you sent me this video with this cute little spider that's not bothering anybody. And you acted—you acted like a man broke into your living room and started
1: beating his ex-wife in the corner. Well, here, here, at social media, at its at its best. Jenny Eskelson says, that's a big spider op. And then April Dull, a- April Scheller says, no, it's not. <laughs> yep. Jenny comes back. No, I don't want to see a big one. Then mm-hmm. April says that's jumping spider. They're one of the smaller ones. I love all spiders. I really don't understand the fear for reals. Jenny comes back and says, I love cat spiders and a little and little ones, but anything else. Yikes. Uh, okay. But that's not all. Guess what, <laughs> Guess what else I got? I got a direct message from Sigurd Lowbrow who says, Hey, if you ever want a cool spider pet, I'll hook you up for free. I'm a big fan, by the way. Keep up the good work. (laughs) I got an offer for a spider pet, too. I love spiders. I I mean, I don't love spiders.
3: I just, I don't understand arachnophobia. Oh. I I don't have a, I like, I just catch them and put them outside.
1: I got bit by a brown recluse and that. That Ch- changed my opinion on not on spiders, but I'm much more wary of them now. I got bit, and that was unpleasant for months, actually, because uh, it it injects an enzyme into you that, that keeps eats eating. your flesh. Yeah, it's rough.
3: I think my uh, not having an issue with spiders goes back to my country grandmother, who mm-hmm. always had those big, huge garden spiders oh, in her yeah. gardens. You Black know, they're and beautiful. Ones. Yeah. big black and yellow and mm-hmm. they're harmless they're completely they harmless but while we would be picking tomatoes or, or whatever she would talk to them because she was very against killing those things yeah um so they were her like pets she looked at them and i just grew up grew up with my memo uh around those big and those are our big spiders those big garden spiders yeah. so i think she kind of calmed any arachnophobia that i would have developed later on so that when a little, bitty, tiny, minuscule jumping spider <laughs> lands on my desk, I it don't. It was
1: just unexpected, and it was right in front yeah. of me, and jumping spiders look at you. And if you move, they move with you and look at you. They so do. It's... They're curious. They're little creatures. They are. The... But even if he jumps on you, what do you think he's going to do? Probably scare me. <laughs> That's the worst he can do. That's it pretty bad that's, that's bad enough <laughs> all right fine we're we're done here if the
3: if the counter attack to the attack for you is <laughs> flick
1: flick <laughs> then you don't even need to break your stride uh, well i feel like we've worn this conversation out <laughs> how do you feel about snakes um i'm on the fence i i i i I don't want to. I, I don't mind them, um, but I also feel like I'm unlucky enough that I'd get bit. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I've never understood uh, a phobia of s-
3: snakes either, but I also don't understand the fascination with them. They're very boring. I've had snakes as pets, Yeah, uh, and they're always very boring. Very, very boring. S- very pets. sleepy.
1: Uh, oddly enough, I have no fear of great white sharks. I am terrified of great white sharks. I'm totally kidding. I do have a massive fear of great white
3: sharks. I do have a phobia of sharks. I'm, I'm very yeah. afraid of sharks.
1: Which is odd an odd phobia to have when you grew up landlocked. If you want to see an Instagram account that'll blow your freaking gourd, go to Instagram and check out Ocean Ramsey. It's this beautiful woman who swims with great white sharks and everything else. Well, and she's only going to them. be beautiful
3: for so long.
1: I'm thinking. but she, And she's also just a little over snack-sized. Um, But anyway, it's crazy. Their videos, you'll know, just blow your mind what, what she swims with. And they come right at her like they're going to eat her. And she'll just grab their nose and like redirect them and stuff. It's crazy. It's crazy. You got to check it out. But since I've redirected the conversation away from spiders to sharks, I feel like this is a good denouement for the episode. Okay. I love you so much. Okay. Bye. Hugs, everybody. Thank mm-hmm.
2: you.